Welcome to the Soulful Self. Hi, my name is April and I am the host of this podcast. Now, just think about it. We need help, all of us. And wouldn't it just be fabulous if there was someone that wouldn't charge an arm and a leg to help you? I mean, someone that didn't need two months of assessments and questionnaires to help figure out what was in your head, what was in your heart, and someone who just knew your darkest secrets so you didn't have to just put them all out there. Someone that didn't feel like a stranger. Well, there is. And you don't have to go anywhere or do anything to find them. It's right within you. It is your soulful self. Now, each week we discuss on the April Kirkwood Show spiritual topics that include helpful hints on how to let your soul come out to play and join and help you, assist you on this adventure we call life. I wanna take a moment to discuss the importance of breathing and focusing on it, how it ignites the fire of our very transformation. I mean, it has the ability to weave through and focus on all of our chakras, the entire body, and lures us into the deepest parts of ourselves that need relit, that to come out and shine like a star so that you can be all you were meant to be. When you slow your breath, the mind has no choice but to automatically follow. I mean, learning breathing techniques make you so much more aware. Raise your consciousness. Let's begin by taking three deep breaths in through our nose, inhaling and exhaling out through our mouth. With each breath, we become calmer, more centered, and more relaxed, resting both feet on the ground or lying down. (sighs) Visualizing this beautiful, beautiful white penetrating from the top of our head, the crown chakra, all the way down, down, down. Resting our eyes, our neck, our shoulders. That light calming energy flowing down through our arms, our hips, our back. Oh, we carry so much tension. Down through our thighs, our ankles, and going down through the bottom of our feet to the center of the earth, connecting, grounding, to the beautiful pink light that keeps us safe and whole and energized. As we begin to relax, let us send a positive intention that we allow the earth and the heavens and our higher selves to heal any dark spots, any cobwebs, 
any negative energy, taking it all right now so we can wake up to our divinity, feeling recharged, awake and alert, open and receptive to all we need to learn today for our highest good. And as we do that, we push out some of that beautiful energy into our aura, push out that beautiful energy, extending our aura farther and farther, sending it to those we love, welcoming them into our space, whoever they are, those we have met, and those we will meet in the future. And so it is. Amen. Welcome again. I am grateful and honored for your spiritual connection, for I believe in synchronicity, and there are no mistakes whatsoever in the universe. Let's get to it. Today's topic, we are going to talk about what in the heck do you do when your twin flame does not want to be your mate in this incarnation. Now, just to reiterate, a twin flame is literally, very literally, the other half of yourself. So they could have counter positive aspects and you could have others as well as negative, but whatever it is, together you are whole. This is why if you've ever had this experience, it feels so totally overwhelmingly perfect when you meet them along this road. Yes, there is an immediate attraction and it is not based on lust, money, power, looks, or anything else. In fact, some people would say, what in the hell do you see in them? And well, you see perfection because you see yourself in their eyes. And so that is actually the case. You are, when you are together, you are complete. When you are not, you know and you feel that there is something missing. Now, this is probably, other than maybe having children, the most all-consuming emotional feeling you will ever have in your existence. Well, at least some of us feel that way. Now, what happens though when the other half of your twin flame does not consciously believe in this stuff or has not been introduced to it or even wants to hear about it? They cannot see or feel anything than what is in the five physical senses. You can't smell it, see it, feel it, touch it. It doesn't exist. Why does that happen? Well, as we talked in another show, some of may have been damaged. Um, They are also afraid of what they do not know. They are afraid of such immense emotions. Perhaps they feel they will lose control. Perhaps they don't know how to love themselves. If they don't love themselves, they will never ever accept someone else loving them unconditionally. They are not used to being uplifted like this probably because they don't feel so great about themselves. They have forgotten their divine self, their beauty, their perfection. So much so, in fact, that it is typical for most twin flames to become what I call runners. These less enlightened folks, and yes, that is the other side of you. You're not all doing the same thing at the same time. 
These are the ones that play games. They come, they go, they stay, they leave, or worse yet, they completely disengage and never ever want to see your sight again. These are the ones that call you nuts, crazy, a lunatic, a stalker. They cannot or will not allow themselves to come close to this kind of burning desire. They are afraid it will devour them. But the truth is, nothing could be further than the truth. So that being said, they're not coming. Now let's just face it, and I know it's very heartbreaking to realize that, but you will get over it, okay? We all get over these kind of hurts. It takes time, it takes relaxing in the fact, and these are some of the ways that you can get over knowing you will not probably be with your twin flame soul this lifetime. There's one thing you have to do, and it sucks. You have to surrender to that truth. You have no choice, actually. I mean, these twin flames do not want to be involved. They think you're obsessive, crazy, and it's so intense that it scares the shit out of them. Okay? Now, surrendering is... Surrendering is the most challenging thing any human being can do because we believe the notion and the paradigm that they will leave us and run away if we don't make our presence felt, if they don't see us, talk to us, run into us. The trouble is with this old adage, as it goes, is what you chase runs away. It's absolutely accurate, my friends. Surrendering in a nutshell essentially means that you do not try to push, bend, break your twin's will to stay away from you. Did you hear me? You have to let them go, okay? If your twin is choosing to keep the distance, the most challenging part for you is going to be allowing them to do that, especially when all you want to do is just sit with them all the time, love them, show them, talk to them, share with them, have sex with them, intimate with them, and none of that, my friend, is going to happen. So how do you surrender so you don't feel absolutely perfect sense of dread, incompletion, depression, sorrow, hopelessness? There are things that you can do. The first thing you can do is Number one, you must have the knowledge and understanding, not in your head, but in your heart, that your twin flame is and has always been a part of you and your soul. So no matter who they're schnooping right now or where they're living or what they're doing, in the end, you two will return to each other on some level. It may not be on this level though. Your twin soul actually is with you all the time because you both share the soul. It is not a compliment to your soul. It is your soul. If you really grasp that on an emotional level, on a deep soul level, you will be healed knowing, yeah, they're really with me all the time. This is just their journey. This is just a chapter of our existence, our evolvement together. There are things they have to learn. And actually, if you really do love them, you will let them do that. I know it's hard, okay? Um, You have to understand you can never lose your soul because it is yours. 
And when that truly happens, and it has taken me a long time to do this, but when it, and I still struggle with it, I'll be honest with you. I'll never ask you to be honest with something I would not be honest with. When you do start to get it, not mentally, physically, spiritually, all the levels, your aura, your energy, your DNA, you start to operate from a place of love and not fear. Now, in the meantime, you're thinking, what in the hell am I supposed to do? Well, while your twin flame runner is busying themselves by running away from you, doing what they do, you need to make it your primary focus on bettering your own life by making yourself stronger in all areas. I try to do that every day. Not well, but I try. The key to understanding a twin in your life is that they have basically entered it for one reason, to enable you to feel unconditional love on a daily basis. Unconditional love. They spit in your face if they walk over you, if they run the other way, if they say they hate you, if they sue you, if they lie to you, if they divorce you, if they never want to speak to you again and totally humiliate you publicly. Your lesson in this relationship at this time in your involvement in this incarnation is to learn unconditional love on a daily basis. I do it now and then, but I don't do it on a daily basis. The moment you start to feel that level of peace in your heart, your twin flame has done their job. It's about letting that damn ego get out of our way. The ego, that beautiful thing. (coughs) That's not a metaphor. That's just a bad joke that you inherit that comes along with your body. So the next thing you're going to do though, so you realize you're connected, you start to understand and fill your heart with love, you realize so you're always connected, then you do the healing part, you know your lesson is unconditional love, can you love them no matter what. Then, number three, out of this pain, departing from the part of your soul, you become more inspired and compelled to create visions and be a greater service to the world at large. Your life begins to take on more meaning, transferring that love that you have for them to the entire universe. Perhaps that was the intention all along. Maybe this lifetime is for you to serve many people and not one person. Now, not to get back to the ego and the devilish part of who I am. Yes, I know my dark side and I love her. Here's an interesting, fun point. When your twin soul sees you enjoying your life without them, without them, they do become very jealous that they aren't basking in the light that you're generously and gleefully sharing with others. When they see you sharing all of this love and unconditionalness and you're glowing and your your divinity is like spouting out everywhere and your aura is beautiful and wherever you walk, people just gravitate to you because that's what happens when you are filled with love. Well, they know that they are left out in the cold and they get to be very, very, 
very jealous that they're not part of your light. So, you know what to do now. Now, one last tip. This is a secret. If you still want to connect to your twin flame because you love them, what is the best way to do that? Well, this is so simple, it's going to blow your mind. In order, and I mean in order to connect to your twin flame, this is so simple. Um, You can do it through dreams. However, this is the tough part. You know it wasn't going to be that simple. Okay, I was kidding with you a little bit. You need to have your head on straight. That means you need to have worked through your drama, at least recognized it. Know if you're depressed, keep it on the mend, keep working on it. Realize when you are operating out of ego and not out of real love. Because if you are filled with trauma, anger, depression, jealousy, angst, um, early childhood issues that have not been resolved, um, spite, then this is a recipe for disaster. It would be like casting a spell and not having all the pieces to the spell and it just goes helter-skelter and you don't know what kind of spell. That's why spell casting and binding is very serious. I don't play with it because I don't know what I'm doing, so I don't want to do it wrong. Now, so you have to have your head together to really reach out to them in a dream state. Now, do you remember back in school, do you remember your math teacher when they said in algebra, one half plus one half equal whole? Well, in the spiritual world, that never works. And that's when we talk about codependency all the time. One half and one half of a person equal one half. It's like I'm dancing to the left and my other half can't feel the beat of me and they're dancing to the right, but we still want to be together and we're never dancing in unison. That is what will happen to you if you try to connect to your twin flame in a soul state. So when you are ready and you have done your own spiritual work, your healing, your mind, body, and soul, metaphysically, all work together. When you get that, then you can go to your dreams where you will not be distracted by the labels we have on our physical selves, our twin flames, we have our names, we have our sexes, we have this, we have all this stuff that keeps us grounded when we can pass up and surpass all of this physical stuff that keeps us bound, then there is a perfect chance for you to open up the channels whereby you two can connect on a high, high level. Now, a lot of people just believe that dreams don't get them anywhere or they are only dreams in their head. But this is a process. This is how you do it. Get an overall picture of where you might find yourself at the current moment with your twin flame before you go to bed. That is, if you wish to connect with them in a dream, also have their picture by your bed. Look at it 30 nights in a row and you will most probably have a dream of them. Be mindful before you go to bed. Set your intention. I'm going to talk to my twin flame look at their picture, gaze at it for a few minutes, get the picture, where it's gonna be, weather, place, 
What are you going to have on? What are they going to have on? What do their eyes look? And be mindful that another, I know, nothing is ever easy, that when you're in the process of attracting your dream lover, your twin flame, this often means that you are also going to have to look into your deepest, darkest, subconscious, and connect with your own spirit and whatever is there. Now remember, there is always light at the tunnel. Out of the pain of letting your twin flame go, I gave you steps on what you should be doing. Always know that when you depart from your twin flame, you can be inspired and compelled to do service of the world. And perhaps that is your job this lifetime. Okay, so to recap, you have gained awareness of your twin flame, who is more likely than not taken a step away from you and has run away. They do not want you. You consciously tough it out, go through the sorrow, the grief, the mourning, break away from any negative energies that might pull you in the wrong direction. And you then embark on a blissful and productive road to a better self, enjoying life with people that need you this lifetime. Remember, the key, the job, the lesson of this relationship is nothing more than the teach you unconditional love. And that, my friend, is the most important lesson you will ever learn. Thank your twin flame, no matter how vicious they have been to you, for bringing this lesson to you. Send them love, put them in a pink bubble, and let them go. Find a lover, find a family, find what they need to do. Turn your back emotionally and work on yourself. Remember, True love means letting someone find their way, even if it's not back to you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I will be starting at Teladoc. I am a therapist, licensed therapist. If you need my help or you want to talk more about the subject, you can find me at aprilkirkwood.com, Instagram, April of course, Twitter, April of course. I am here for you. As always, I love you. I praise you. I appreciate you. You are God's child. Great things happen to you. Nothing can stop it. And so it is, those darn twin flames. Don't you just want to kiss them up? (laughs) I do. God bless. Thank you so much. I enjoyed this conversation. Next week, we're talking about karma. Bye.